Hello, and welcome back to Meta Dungeon, the MD for your DM. Uh, today, we're uh, we're looking at, at, at magics and seeing how that all functions and how you can implement it into your campaigns. Because uh, it's too much to go over in the player stuff that we already put two episodes out on. <laughs> but, you know, it's important because... Uh, it's kind of what d makes D&D &D a little more unique, to be honest. You don't see the smoke billowing and the magical sparkles coming out. I am Magic Mel. I am here today to help you all understand the beauty of my magician magic spells. Ooh. How'd you do that? You like, like, now I got smoke in the apartment. <laughs> How'd you do, like, do you have a machine somewhere? Ah, ba 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 ba. A magician never ex reveals her secrets. The benefit to a podcast is <laughs> it's all based on what is described Ooh. for you. Uh, I, I'm Zach. I don't know what's going on. I think we might all be pretty tired. Oh, he's just know, a little loopy. A little bit. You got to have your little. caffeine. And your milkshakes. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do shit. No, that doesn't provide That just caffeine. makes you constipated. Oh, no. <laughs> or the opposite. <laughs> Depending if you're lactose intolerant. Oh, no. Like half of our friend group. Yeah. yeah. There was one thing, too, I wanted to, to kind of talk about at the beginning. Well, a concept that I thought was really cool. Um, because in our previous episode, we talked about futuristic D&D &D and how oh, yes. the force could be construed as magic. And now that I'm thinking about that, that would be really cool. <laughs> well, Nick, I, like, you know, after you were saying that, I kind of just glanced at, you know, Amy over here, and I was just like, huh. That would be neat. And she and looks the, at me, The royal note taker oh. wrote down the note for uh, uh, in-depth discussion for later. Yeah. That, so. Yeah, because, like, Thank what you. Kylo Ren does when he stops the laser thing, mm. that's the spell time stop. Yes, it is actually. So, like, some Hot. of the stuff is really cool. Like, Hot. like the it's idea of it's fascinating. Of. Yeah. I just. I, well, and he also that would he be stopped so awesome. Poe and mm. dragged him towards it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that another spell? That, yeah, that's uh, telekinesis. Yep. I believe. Yeah. yeah so, it's like stuff like that is pretty yeah, cool. Just pull. Force pull, pull him off, baby. Pull him all oh, the way off. No. Yeah, pull him off. All right. No. Nah. Well, and then there's command. Mm -hmm. He uses command mm -hmm. and friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kenobi does <laughs> multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, which is, I think, actually kind of dope. I mean, if we they are it, space though, wizards. If, if you, they if are you space go, wizards. Yeah. If you go on the theory with Han Solo, he does fortune's favor and makes sure that he does not get hit with shit. <laughs> You're right. He's very lucky. And fortune's favor when it comes he's to got, uh, so, uh, he's game got of Sabic. He's got luck points. Mm -hmm. ah, fucker. <laughs> he is a rogue. Okay, Han's a rogue. Han is a rogue. He's 100%. He's, he's the rogue that you are, Amy. Because they're though remember one of the yeah, abilities is that not, you get to talk your way out of yeah, things. She, she's like, yeah, no. she's nowhere near right. as smooth. But Han is that. Yeah, he's gonna have like a super fucking high charisma. His, his you know, stealth is shit for her, but his charisma's real high. Because there's no how way. How much shit does he have I to mean, talk himself yeah. out? How does somebody the get her? Oh, uh, everything's fine. How are you? How are you? Oh my god. All right, that's enough of that. We got company coming soon. 
Oh, I won't go watch the OG series. And Chewie's a fucking barbarian. Yeah, we can. Chewie's a barbarian. We'll call Dan. Chewie is a barbarian. Are you writing this down? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing over there, note takers? Sipping on a Coke? Life. It, we're taught. I'm gonna listen to it. Later. I'm writing it. You write it down. You're the, write it down. the note taker. I already had it. <laughs> so, like, just as much as um, Lord of the Rings is D and D, Star Wars is too. And I think yes. you can even make yeah, Star Trek. Honestly, write it down. <laughs> There's a lot more Star Trek to go over, plot wise. Oh, because then yeah, we can go into we're like have to go the next gen. We're gonna have to go Discovery. Uh, Actually, you can start Discovery. You can Picard's you go in new show that he's got. It's going. just called Picard. Yeah, and I had to I had to <laughs> clarify not just Picard's that he's done before, but the new one. I'm well aware. You can go Picard into is. the J.J. Abrams world. We have There's to a lot. because they're they're different enough. They are. They're cool. Time's I, I think that, that one. That takes a really interesting spin on D and D. Like it does. that's that's different. There is a um. So there's a, I've mentioned this probably, I think in the past, but the YouTube group, uh, Epic and PC man videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Those they, are neat. I like they that. are playing actually a D and D campaign with their Epic NPC man characters. Yeah. So I've there's seen those. Greg the Garlic Farmer. Um, the, I remember the, the blacksmith. <laughs> the whatever bla- his name uh, is. Uh, Bolger, Bolger, Bolger the blacksmith. Bolger. He's the worst. He tried <laughs> He's a barbarian. To, he tried to trade away the soul of one of his companions oh, in gosh. the fucking one of the hells or something. It's, abyss. I need to get back in. I've been kind of like letting them <laughs> so build it up because they're not oh very they're not very long episodes. I think no. they're like 30 minutes. So I've been just I want to get back into it. I'm just letting them build up yeah, the logs. So I do, I can I do really remember seeing that. But now. it is the, Greg the Garlic Farmer is not any sort of like D class. He's just a garlic no, farmer. He's an NPC. He's an NPC. And I think they made him he has like some sort of magic. And he, I want to mm. say Bard. But I or don't maybe a sorcerer, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I'm gonna yeah, actually I don't know. look that up. Greg the Garlic Farmer. Yeah, but that's like an interesting spin on it because that's not your typical like you got to pick a character and do follow these steps. No, they took it to the nth degree of being like, here's some characters that would normally not go on an adventure, but they are. And let's see how they do. The group, if you guys check them out, they're called uh, Viva La Dirt League. Um, They're on YouTube and everything like that. They're on Facebook. They're, they're pretty funny. Fucking hilarious. Um, I'm trying yeah, to see. Yeah, because their epic NPC man YouTube videos are really funny. Because they Bodger, take, not Bulger. Bodger the Bodger. But they take like little weird concepts in video games that don't make sense outside of video games. And then take that to the idea of, here's the perspective of an NPC that's self-aware in those situations. And it's really funny. It's so good. It's so funny. It's really interesting. I'm trying to see what it was. <laughs> nice day for fishing, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> he walks by like five times and it's like please go well, away then there's the cry- there's the crying guy too that's really funny oh yeah <laughs> I, can, I can do that too well <laughs> it's just so accurate though because that's that's skyrim that's any video game that is D to some degrees when it's broken <laughs> yep i can't find it i'll have to look it up but it's really good. It's another really fun, interesting take on yeah reskinning classes. Yeah, which is really neat. Um, and now we can 
segue into our topic for today. Yep. Getting a little more right into it. Um, along the lines of the Force and other things, as a player, you need to know how to actually use magic in this game because there is mechanics to it. Yes. It's not super simple, but you need to know how to do it so that you can play your character effectively. Magic users... Um are a little bit more challenging. They have a little bit more, they have more rules to them than say yeah, like a, a fighter or a barbarian. Um, so really do your research on the different um, magic users that we're going to go over today. Cause we're just going to do like a quick, like uh, summary of it, uh, of the different users. Yeah. Um, Cause there's about what they do. Thousand spells yeah. in the player handbook alone, but each class <laughs> spell casting class has their own list you can't, so like yeah the, some spells are only to mm. certain classes not every class has unless them. you're a wizard but yes yeah well, <laughs> even the wizard doesn't have everything that's they have true most no, you're things. right you're right um and i think we, we could probably start there because the wizard's the most encompassing to be honest I'm gonna flip to my page in my player hand in my player's handbook i put a bookmark on everything there, there you we go. go hello mr wizard so the wizard is your typical scholastic nerdy boy, yes. and they are the ones that are the most learned, and that's how they got all of their magic is through schooling and all. Yeah, this it, practice they, they and actually we won't go. I won't like list them all, but they'll go through different um, schools of magic. So there is the um, necromancy school. There's school of the enchantment. Uh, there's School of Evocation, School of Transformation, um, and then that's just in the handbook. Yeah, and those are all there's subclasses so of much, wizard. Mm-hmm, and there's so much more, especially like mm-hmm. when you get into the Matt Mercer Dunamancy uh, yeah. magic area. Um, but uh, they're like Zach said, they're very learned. They are probably the smartest people in your group. Well... If you play and or build your player correctly, they should be mm-hmm. because um, when it comes to spellcasting, it pulls from a specific ability type, ability score type to use as your modifier and your number stats and everything that runs your roles for that player. So for wizard, it's intelligence. It's your intelligence score. So you're going to be a more effective wizard the higher your intelligence is. Mm -hmm. Just because of the way that the physical numbers and mechanics of the game works. Um, Because of that, though, and that feeds back into wizards are more learned. So it makes sense that if their spellcasting modifier's intelligence and it's high, well, then they're going to be smart. Mm -hmm. But they're a little more squishy. They're very squishy. <laughs> they get a lower hit die and other things like that. But so. the uh, the other side of that is they become like the most powerful player in your party. Mm-hmm. Because their spell damage... Well, is they just have a ton of options. Yeah. They can do a lot they of different things. They can literally do almost everything. Yeah. they. It's have, kind of nuts. They definitely have the largest spell list mm-hmm. of all the classes. And they get access to a lot of those pretty quickly. Um, it's a little different for a wizard as well. Whereas, like, uh, a cleric gets to choose at every level up however many 
well, technically they just get all of the spells in that level, but each morning they choose which ones they want to prepare. Um, a sorcerer is a little different. They only get what they choose. They only get a certain number at each level and they can change what they are, but they only get like three at level three and four at level two or something like that. They can't get all of them. Mm -hmm. So you got to pick wisely. Wizard is a little like that where you choose a handful of certain things but they also have the ability to learn new spells if they find a spell scroll or another wizard's spell book. And then they can just add those to their mm -hmm. spell book. Which costs pen and paper. Yep. Ink um, and paper. I think it's about 200 gold mm -hmm. and two hours for every spell yes. level. So if it's a level one, it's two hours. If, if it's, it's a level, level two, two, it's four, four hours. hours. If it's and a level 10, yeah, 20 so. hours. Yeah, there's no level 10s. No, but, yes. but you know what? I, they, they're making a point. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's level nine. that's how they balance it a little because that's up to the DM. Mm -hmm. Do they find any spell scrolls or other wizard books in their adventure at all? If not, then the wizard only gets to choose when they level up. Mm -hmm. And then they get to choose whatever they think their wizard should learn or is studying to mm -hmm. learn at that level. Um. Which is pretty neat because that gives them more dynamics and more ways to get more spells since their whole class is all about spells. Um, is there anything else you wanted to point out specifically that you about, know about for the wizard? For the wizard? Um, I mean, I would definitely talk about Arcane Recovery because nobody else fucking gets that shit. So basically yeah. what Arcane Recovery... Um, is gives you the ability to regain some magical energy by studying your spell book. Um, you can do it once per day. Um, when you finish a short rest, you can choose expended spell slots. You can choose whatever expended spell slots you can recover. Um, and the spell slots can't be anything but uh, anything higher than a sixth level, mm -hmm. which is... I think you get like one spell slot back or something like that. It's Maybe the spell it's slots two. have a combined level that equal to that that is equal to or less than half your wizard level, rounded up. Oh, okay. So it uses your wizard level. Mm -hmm. Got it. So if I'm a level 10 wizard, I can get up to five of my spell slots yeah. back. So that makes sense. That's, yeah. that's the balancing of it. Mm -hmm. Because they... Normally, how it works is if you don't use that at, on a short rest, because um, it's like a meditation. Yeah, it's It's basically the elven version of meditation. Yeah. That was a version of the elven med meditation. Mm -hmm. The only way to then recover your spells, like a lot of other classes, is if you undergo a long rest, mm -hmm. which you can't always do in situations no, in d, d but you can break the game and become an elven wizard. And then you just take a meditative yeah. short rest, and then you have all your shit back. You have back. all your stuff back. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, a little broken. No, but that's the, <laughs> that's how the game was designed, you know. So that uh, that's being a meta dungeon. <laughs> I like meta it. Meta dungeon let's, master. Let's let's I want let's coin that 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 being a meta dungeon. That is being um, yeah, so master. wizards, I think you and I have agreed that wizards in the spellcasting world, they're the harder one to play. I would say you should be a little bit, out of the classes, they're the most difficult to learn and yes, play. Yes, that one. Yeah, Thank because you. they can do a lot. Yes. But it is complex because you have to kind of plan ahead and keep it within the realm that makes sense for your character. Yeah. Because like some things, you could play it just like, any random person off the street would play it and say, well, I pick these things because I want them. Mm -hmm. Or you can play it like Caleb does in... Smartly. 
yeah, in Critical Role, where his stuff follows a path of, well, his character would be researching in those realms. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have a spell way over here that's that has something to do with something random, even though it'd be useful. Yeah. It doesn't suit his character, so he wouldn't have it. So things like that, you could play very roleplay heavy, mm-hmm. or you can be very meta about it. So it's up to you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and how you want to play and how your DM wants things kind of be run. So so before we go too far into um, the different spellcasting classes, we should really talk about what the mechanics of a spellcaster are. Because we can talk until we're blue in the face about the different, you know, spellcasting mm-hmm. um, classes, but none of it's going to make sense if you don't know what the fuck a spell slot is. That's true. Yeah, because I think... All of them use spell slots? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all do, actually. I Every single um, one does. Yeah, I think they're measured differently, so you get a certain amount of slots differently right, for each class yes. at certain levels, but consult your player handbook for that information. Yes, I don't we know. Not, we're not going to go <laughs> don't into know that. Nope. what level you get what number of spell slots. I have no idea. Not at all. Um, we use D&D Beyond for that. <laughs> D&D Beyond tells me what I get. Yeah. Which is super helpful. Yes. But you're right. Uh, A spell slot is the amount... Well, let's start with this. The reason that spell slots exist is because it's a limitation on how many spells you're able to do a day. And that's based on the concept that in D&D, spellcasting is physically taxing. Yes. So your body can only do so many spells a day before it physically is exhausted. It's a little that energy somewhere. It's a little yeah. bit more realistic than like Harry Potter. Yeah. Where you just use a fucking wand and you just throw spell, shit at all spell, the time. Spell, 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 spell. There, spell. there are there are, there are wands yeah. in D and D, and they do things. But, but it, it's a little bit more realistic if you're gonna throw like a. Big ass spell like um, magic missiles. That you're not going to be able to do it much more, <laughs> like because it's a honking spell. Yeah, well, yeah it does you can a lot. Cast it too. It and deals it's like, a lot. The the more damage that something's going to do, the higher the level it's going to be. Yeah, except for um, fireball for some reason, and uh, this is fun, something funny that they they did this on purpose. The the developers that created Five E decided that fireball was meant to be unbalanced and more powerful at a lower level than it should be mm-hmm. because fireball was what encompassed the concept of D&D. They were like that is D&D. Yeah. We're going to make this a little more fun for players Why rather than balanced. Fireball. Yeah, cuz you get it um it's a level 3 spell, yep. I believe. It's and a level three spell. so you can get it pretty early on, like level 5 you can have it already. It's my pyromancer's favorite spell. Yeah. And it's a powerful spell. It's a dexterity save spell, so it doesn't miss. You do full or half damage. Mm-hmm. You never do no damage. And if they Unless are they weakened but... to fire damage, you get double. Yeah. If they're resistant, then you do half. And but that's fun in Dark Souls. That's, that's, I, I think that's a good concept to go over, too. In addition to spell slots is there's different types of attacking spells mm-hmm. and also utility spells. Yep. So all of these play into something, and I mentioned something a second ago of Fireball being a level three spell. Yep. So at each level, you get certain higher level spells. Yep. And you get less slots for the higher the level is. Yep. Because they take more energy. Take so, more time to cast at times, too. Yep. 
So they cap you out a little quicker. So you get maybe like one level three spell. You get two or three level two spells. But then the more you level up, they might... They won't, they won't drastically, like, change, but you'll get, like, maybe an extra third level spell here, maybe mm-hmm. a quick fourth level over yeah. there. It increases on all the tiers below it a little mm-hmm. bit, um, which makes it more interesting at that level because then you're strained. You can't just use fireball after fireball after fireball to solve every problem. You can use it once, and then you got to do something else. So it challenges the player more yes. to have that limitation. And that's why that's why they had to build it there, is because a fighter can just go up and hit things over and over and over. Well, if you're going to throw in a fireball, you kind of need to balance it to make things a little more fair, yeah. which would be limiting the amount of uses you can have of it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much entirely what spell slots are. Yeah. Every class has them, and you get to choose when you want to use them. Um, How the often other, you use it yes. in that moment. The other thing that's noteworthy, too, is cantrips. Yep. Cantrips uh, don't use spell slots. They are free spells. They are a zero, level zero spell. Because they're quick and easy to do like that. You've been doing your can- you've been doing cantrips since you've been able to use magic. Yeah, it's, effort- it's, it's so effortless. It's like breathing. Yeah. So it doesn't actually exhaust your character. To However, do if you really wanted to, I think, and I think you can, quote, t- Please correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. I think can't you do a cantrip as a level one if you want to do more damage? It depends on the spell, but yes, like most, I, most I of them feel you like can. firebolt you can. Yes, so a lot of cantrips you can cast at higher levels for higher damage or like the the type of spell matters. Like polymorph, I, I know that's not a cantrip, but if you cast it at a higher level, you can target more people with it. Mm-hmm. So like what it does increases it makes it better some spells however don't get any better at all you just cast it so it makes no sense to cast it at a higher however it might if say um you have i'll use jester as an example okay um from critical role so i I think message might be (laughs) a level two or three spell or sending, that's sending. it. Yeah, it's um, sending. So if she wants to use it four times in a day, and she has three level three spell slots and one level four, you can use that fourth one to cast a lower level spell. It burns the slot, but it allows you to ca- cast that level three spell one more time. She also uses uh, pearls of power to get additions. Yeah, that's that's a magic item. Um, but you can't go down. You can't use a higher level at a lower level spell slot because it's not the same value. Yeah. But you can always cast something lower at a higher level. Um, you just use the spell slot. So now you can't use a level four the rest of that day. But, but you, you might have been more important. You can't use a butter knife to carve a turkey. It's going to take you for five Says who? He's going to take you for fucking ever. <laughs> it's one of them vibrating butter knives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You got to tape it. This to, year, though, you get to use that. that like the massage gun. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, nope, this year, though, you can use that knife I got you for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did he get to Electric use carving knives. Flashlight? I used it last yeah, time. Yeah, but he, yeah. he gets to use it for Thanksgiving I didn't use it on turkey. I used it on a prime roast. That's right. That's right. That's right. Tangents. <laughs> uh, I was just trying to help make an analogy, y'all fuckers. Fuckers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, that's what cantrips are um, in a nutshell. 
Yeah, I mean, that covers it. Some classes use cantrips more than others. Um, every class has some cantrips. Um, some overlap, so like some classes get the same cantrip options, some get very specific ones. Mm-hmm. It changes. Um, Which brings us to the Warlock class. Yeah, well, yeah, we could do the Warlock class next. That's that's a very unique one, and it is a very heavy cantrip class. Yes. So what's unique about this class is it's a spellcaster, but the spell power doesn't come from them. Warlocks have patrons, which means that they have a higher magical being of some sort, whether it's a devil, a fiend, a celestial, a god, um, a dragon, some some other entity that is naturally magical is fueling them with their power. But because of that, it's not their power. They are very limited. So Mm -hmm. like until level four or five, you only have two spell slots, whereas... And and it, it doesn't really work the same as any other class. The spell slots don't have levels like uh, like a wizard does. You only get to have two spell slots up until level t- uh, 11. Yeah. So you have two spell slots for a long time. You have a shit ton of cantrips. No, you don't. You only have like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have... Well, it depends. There are... So there are warlock subclasses that get other cantrips from other... Um, what is it? Magic lists. Yes. So it's just magic lists. So they do get other options, but ideally, the warlock was mostly built around the concept that their uh, eldritch blast ability actually can change throughout their leveling. Mm-hmm. So at certain levels, they get things called invocations, yep. and invocations give their um them additional attacks per round gives them additional abilities with their um eldritch blast i know one of them is like a tractor beam so if you hit them with an eldritch blast it actually yanks them towards you like you, you fish hook them um packed as a chain yeah so like different things just give you cool abilities that tack on to this free spell eldritch eldritch blads blast is just a cantrip you mm-hmm. don't it doesn't cost anything to use. So you can use it over and over and over and mm-hmm. over. That's what this class was meant to do. You do get two spell slots for majority of your levels, um, which have no level to them. You can cast any spell that's a warlock spell with them. Yeah. But you choose them wisely because you only choose you only get two before another long rest. And then yep. you get them back, which is different because every other class needs a long rest mm-hmm. to get their spells back. So warlocks. They get their spells back quicker on short rests. But, but you also don't have... You don't, don't have an You don't really have anything. So, so that's the pros. Yeah. The pros and the cons of the warlock. Yeah. So warlocks have to be a little more creative. They can't dedicate all of their meta stats towards mm-hmm. just being warlock. You need to be good with a sword or a bow or something else because you're not using and spells all the time. how you... You using choosing your um, Eldritch Invocation... And your pact is going to play into that as well. Yep. Yeah, because you can make a very weak warlock, or you can make a really cool warlock. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they change pretty drastically, which is surprising for how weak the mechanics seem. It's a, it's a little odd. Mm-hmm. Speaking of oddity, maybe we should go into sorcerers because that's the other one that's fairly unique. And sorcerers is a little weird. 
I mm-hmm. would say, especially in with the sorcerer's points and all that. Yeah, um, it, it kind of relates to um, key points for a monk, um, yep. which is a fighting class. There's no magic unless it you find a subclass that has certain magic. Some do. But a sorcerer, uh, they learn their spells at each of their levels. You get to choose a certain amount of spell slots to fill for known spells. And I'm, I'm putting known spells in quotes because that's important. Because mm-hmm. unlike a wizard, you don't just have all of your list. Or like a cleric, you don't get all spells to choose from each day. You choose from your spells when you level up. Yep. Once you have them... Those are always prepared, but they're the only spells you can use until you level up again. Yeah. There's no changing them. So you better pick wisely on what you want, because Mm -hmm. that's what you get. Um, But you get some decent spells. You get some good spell slots. And you get things, uh, access to something called sorcery points, as Mel just mentioned. And... These function as like a point by system. So they can do different things. You can do really cool abilities where you spend certain a number of sorcery points to do that ability mm-hmm. or even buy back a spell slot. Yeah, so let's say you used up all your like um can't read upside down. All your third level um spell slots and you're like, "Oh, but if I hit them with this third level fireball, this should could finish this off, but fuck, I used all my third levels, so I'm going to spend my sorcery points, and a third level uh, spell slot costs five sorcery points. Um, I'm going to spell those points, and I'm going to fucking light it up, bitch. Yeah, you get back another spell slot. Kind of like um, how the wizard can use the uh, that meditation I forget what it's called. Uh, Arcane Recovery. Arcane Recovery. Um, It's the same thing, but but the sorcerer does it as a bonus action. They can spend that cost just as a bonus action in a turn. So it's way faster, whereas a wizard requires a short rest. So a sorcerer in the moment can decide, well, I need more of this, or I need to do that, or I need a certain ability, because you can do certain things. They actually get things, they're not called invocations like the warlock, they're called something else. No, they're called... um, Metamagic. Metamagic, yep. So with metamagic, you can do cool things like a twin spell. So you can use sorcery points to buy... A, to, to make a spell that you're about to cast into a twin spell, which means you can target two targets with it, just for the same cost of that one spell. Right. And how you gain your sorcery points is by your levels. So at a level one, you don't start off with anything, but at level two, you start with two. And it goes up per level. So three, third level, three points, fourth level, four points, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you recover those with a long rest too, I believe. Yeah. Um, which that pretty much encompasses the sorcerer entirely, honestly. Pretty much. They don't get to learn new spells until they level up, Mm -mm. and that covers how they get spells and how they use and buy them, really. Now I think we can go into, really, the rest of the classes and how they function. So, cleric, druid, bard, and paladin kind of all function under the same mechanics. And this is a prepared spell list. So what happens is each of those get their own spell list. And out of that list, everything's broken down based on what level that spell is. And as soon as you get to that level, 
you get access to all the spells in that level. You don't get you don't have to choose between them. You just get all of them. However, you have to choose at the start ever every day which ones you prepare because yeah. you can only prepare so many a day. Mm-hmm. So you got to know ahead of time what are you going to use? What are you going to do today? Because you'll pick your spell slots in the morning and then unfortunately there'll be a moment where you'd be like, "Oh, I have a perfect spell for this moment." But it's not prepared, so I can't do shit about it right now with that, so I have to use my other spells. So you really just kind of have to almost judge the situation that you're going into as best as you can overnight. Yeah, or you can be the the cleric that goes in fighting, and then <laughs> then you're told that you are the cleric, and now you have to you have to maintain having uh, some healing you spells prepared. You have to prepared. heal. You have to at least have revivify prepared. <laughs> you have to bring back a down compatriot at least once. Moment of silence for those you could comrades, <laughs> the lost comrades. Moment of silence. Except for the person walking just, down the street. Yeah, he whoever that was. He just doesn't have the respect for the dead like we do. No. no. grave cleric. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so you have to choose, and you have to choose wisely, mm-hmm. but at least you can change them the next morning. Right. You'd be like, oh, well, shit, I use this one all, a lot. I, I Apparently, I need this one more often than necessary. Fuck, I better just have it ready tomorrow. Yep. And in the player's handbook, you can find out how many of each level spell slots you get at what level. Yeah. Um, and just like everything else, you you get them back. You recover spell slots upon a long rest. Or if you're an elf, four hours. Yeah, sure. That's rest. why I always play a fucking elf. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should change that no. so that it it allows you to get like a long rest, like healing, like like you actually had a long rest. But not spell slots. <laughs> Just because that's a little broken. Because <laughs> that's basically like an amazing warlock with way better spells. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why would you ever play something else? <laughs> Meta dungeon. Meta dungeon. Well. Um, so, yeah. That about covers it, would I, you say? I think that really covers it. Um, oh, no. We wanted uh, components. Yeah, we could talk about that. Uh, just because it is kind of a major thing in spell in uh, spell casting, though it also kind of just depends on how your um, dungeon master wants to handle this. Um, so, a lot of spells, many spells, have what's called components, and these are the things you need to perform this spell. Um, on your character sheet next to your spells there will be a spot that says components and it actually says it's a little m for materials yes you're correct it's a little m for materials uh and and it it just listed out what what is no i think it's called components because i think m is part of the components list so components is like what you use that's the ingredients and you have a components pouch each that spell you can description carry. indicates whether it requires verbal somatic or material components yeah material so it's it's an m on the on the spell itself for materials right i was getting into that <laughs> so and that's materials and components are interchangeable they're the same thing but, but uh whether it's a verbal spell mm-hmm. which is the letter b uh, there's the somatic, which is gestures. Uh, gesturing, and the material would be mud. 
a diamond. Bat guano. A twig. A twig. Bat poop. Uh, Pearl. Flesh from a dead human, I think, is actually one of them. (laughs) Or was it a bone from... Or a vial of blood. A vial of blood of someone who died within 24 hours. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome for the non-magic user. That's specific (laughs) to a paladin spell. But a spell, it's a component of a spell. It could either be something you find easily in nature, like a twig, or... A recently fresh dead body. Yeah, so they're all over the place. The materials can change drastically. Right, and it's truly up to your DM, because you can can add flavor to a uh, spell to be like, to describe how you're going to do, like you take some soot and you brush it across your hands and you do such and such with it because soot is something you can easily find on the side of the road. But you also have your diamonds. Like if you need a... Diamond that's worth 300 gold to bring somebody back from the dead. With Revivify. With Revivify. Those are components you actually have to purchase. So it's really up to your DM because your DM might be like, no, I want you to to describe how you found these things or purchase every single thing. Keep track of it. Keep track of it. But I think Zach is the kind of DM that's like... If well, you find if you need grass, there's grass everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like just fucking grab and it, and we're not going to talk about it. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's it's already within default. Yeah. Um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons that if you have a components pouch which just has random things in it assumed, um, or a arcane focus, mm-hmm. you don't need any of those small items. It, it literally just makes those not required. So it's already built into the game that those don't matter. Um, it's more for like Liam playing Caleb. If you want there to be flavor and be like, you want I to grab talk these about specific it. things and I'm going to craft the spell in the moment. That's cool. You can do it. That's one way to cast the spell. Right. Or you can have an arcane focus of some sort, like a wand or mm-hmm. a rod or a staff or whatever. Or you can have a materials component pouch, yep. which is just like a little like fanny pack. It's like an herbs fanny pack. <laughs> That you pull bat guano out of. <laughs> so, and so that contains, I'm going to put that in quotes, all the things that you would have needed. Because it's assumed if you have those spells that you know to grab those things when you're getting Right, low. yeah. But, but things that cost money. Or have specific requirements like the blood. Mm-hmm. Or the diamonds. Mm-hmm. Of a specific uh, cost. Like it has to be yep. worth a certain amount yep, of gold. Yep, Exactly. You have to go and purchase those. Yes. There's no way around it. You have to make a point to say that you got it. There's no way around it because that's metagaming. That's meta-dungeoning. Yeah. And cheating. And it it breaks the game a little because... Those are scarce items yeah. and or high cost items. Or rare items in so, your situation with your campaign. Yeah. So you have to be able to actually have those, which you likely wouldn't have many of. So yeah. it limits how many times you can cast that kind of spell, which balances the game. Um, so stuff like that, it's fra- it's not suggested to take those out as a DM, like l- require those. Mm-hmm. Um, but the minor stuff... You don't have to. Like, you don't have to make your players keep track of all their minor components. They can just have an arcane focus of some sort. That's not a problem. Yeah. My arcane focus is my staff. Yeah. Whereas then you don't need all the little items. No. You can if you want, like, to keep track of that for flavor and role playing. Yeah. But it's not It's not necessary. Um... And then after knowing your components and what you would you need to cast the spell, there's also 
how long the spell is going to take. Is it instantaneous or is it something that's going to cause you to concentrate for a certain length of time? A minute, 10 minutes, an, an hour. hour. Yeah. Some spells take longer to, to do. Uh, Liaman's Tiny Hut uh, takes 10 minutes to cast, I mm-hmm. believe. As well as the um, uh, trans- uh, trans- transportation circle, I believe, also takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Or it takes six minutes. Well, actually, no, now I think about it, I think it's because they were using it as a ritual spell. So it takes one minute to cast. But in order to not use a spell slot, mm-hmm. some spells you can cast as a ritual, which means it requires 10 minutes, yep. but it doesn't burn a spell slot. Yeah, yes, that's actually very important. To Which know. that's super helpful if you have the time. But if you're in combat, you're probably not getting to ten minutes. No, <laughs> most things end before ten rounds. And that's the thing about concentration spells; you have to be very careful with those, um, because if you have another spell that requires concentration, you can't do more than one. You can do one or the other. You have to yep. choose. You can only focus on one con- concentration spell at a time. If you get hit and take damage, you have to. You have to make a. Constitution saving throw, mm-hmm. meaning you got slashed by a giant um, scimitar. Are you able to maintain that concentration yes. with your big spell? Yes or no? You roll to find out. Yeah. And, and then there is a certain DC for it, yes, too. Yes. So for that, it's either 10, ten mm-hmm. or half the damage, whichever is higher. Yes, sir. So if you got hit for 60 damage... You gotta roll 30. Good luck. You're probably failing that constitution save. Unless you have, like, some fucking magical (laughs) um, thing. And then the other thing that will knock you out of your concentration, this one's pretty obvious. Unconscious. Sleeping. Yeah. Or dead. So any sort of unconscious, sleeping or dead, you you lose all spells that are active. Yep. Um... Yeah, I... I think the last one, then, was um, because we talked about actions and bonus actions in the other player stuff. One thing that is for game balancing purposes is um, if you cast a spell with an action, you can only cast a cantrip as a bonus action if you're able to cast two spells in a turn. Correct. So if you don't have any bonus action spells, then you're not casting two spells. So for an example, because this was something we actually, I had to figure out um, with my Grave Cleric. So let's say, for example, I casted a level one Cure Wounds on somebody, um, but I also have bonus actions that have some actual spells and some cantrips. I can't cast a Cure Wounds and then decide to do a level one Healing Word as a bonus action, because I've already used a spell, an action. Yeah. However, I can use a cantrip. Yep. So I can cast my level one cure wounds on somebody, and then at the same time, I can cast my favorite quote of all. And Zach's rolling his eyes so hard. My favorite one of all. I am waiting for Amy to get the camera of Spare the Dying. Did you get the picture? Or are like you recording? Did you get the picture? I had it, and then some fucker decided to move, because, and it took forever because the goddamn. That ain't my fault. Take two. That ain't right. my fault. There is no take two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not editing this. That's exactly what the spell is for. Yeah. <laughs> I have. 
casting his <laughs> first level two. spell slot of cure wounds. I mean, and I will now cast my bonus really of spare the dying. It's not really a take two. It is a take two. Shut the fuck up. No, because <laughs> it doesn't bring you back. You're just stabilized. You're yeah, still you unconscious. You don't have to worry about taking those goddamn rolls. You're still you're unconscious. You're stable. You get a second chance, bitch. <laughs> you're, you're knocked out you on the ground. No, doesn't say. Doesn't, doesn't spare the dying technically bring you back to one? No. 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 It's only if you, you roll you a asleep. twenty. Oh. On on a death save. That's true. Yeah, if you roll a twenty, true. then you Thank go back you. to Thank the one. Thank you for that. Yeah. So. No, you're still unconscious, drooling out of your face or bleeding out of your face, whichever's oh, happening. Oh, these are beautiful. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see them after the show. Uh, yeah. Yes. But then we also talked about how, because specifically in my situation with my staff, it's not going to cost a spell slot. So, yes. So the, the, there are multiple special magic items out there. Some magic items, um, as we saw in the episode of Mighty Nine versus Machina, <laughs> Vox Machina, is... Vax's boots allow him to Fucking cast boots of haste. Haste. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't use its own charge to no. give him haste. It's. It's. It doesn't give him haste. It allows him to cast it. He just clicks his boots. So that's different because that uses a spell slot. Yours uses charges. Yep. So it's not using a spell slot. It's at the cost of charges, and you have a certain recharge to the staff. It's, yep. It doesn't automatically get them. And back then every I day. run the risk of it breaking. Yes. So that's the that's the balancing of that, mm-hmm. so that you just aren't super OP for not so basically having five more spell slots. But I can use my Ooh. staff as an action, mm-hmm. but then I can cast a level one spell slot. You can as my bonus or whatever level as a bonus well, because it's not using most a of them slot. are level ones. But yes, yeah, which most bonus actions typically aren't very high. But this is just to balance the game if yeah. you use a spell slot. Yeah. I'll admit that is one way that sidesteps that balancing a little bit. <laughs> but we're just going to allow it. It just <laughs> means I need to make things that attack you guys harder. And you got to create less undead things for me to turn. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're a certain level and higher, then they just look at you and go, nah, bend yeah. over. <laughs> and you're like, going in you're dry. too bony. <laughs> The bony of the bone. <laughs> okay, well, that covers Yeah, I think that about magic. covers it. Now, with that being said, this is M- Magic Mel signing off. You're doing a whole lot of gestures that nobody can see. Yeah, I do not have my camera up, so no one's ever going to see it. Well, that's, they can use their imagination. They can use that role play. imagination. They can role play and imagine me waving my arms around with a hidden smoke bomb in my hand. Goodbye. And uh, this is Zach signing off as well. Thanks for tuning in. We expect y'all to be master magicians now. Bye.